Amen. And let's open our Bibles, please, to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 1. We're still studying uh, the book of wisdom. We want to be thorough. And uh, tonight we're going to talk about uh, instruction. And this is much more than you think. You know, upon first hearing, it's just sitting under a teacher. But it means much more than that. So let's look at this. Life lessons, the school of life, and instruction. This is one of the main reasons God gave us the, the book of Proverbs. So look at Proverbs 1, verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. Now look what it says. To know wisdom and instruction. How are you going to know instruction? To perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice and judgment and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise, here it is again, wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head, and chains about thy neck. So we see this word instruction several times in these introductory verses of the book of Proverbs. Uh, this is very crucial in uh, gaining wisdom, in skill for living. How do we obtain that which we need to live a, a godly, peaceable life? And uh, how do we get this skill for living? It's very important. All right, let's pray. Father, we pray that we'd understand uh, that we need to get instruction, not just to live it and sit under tutelage, but what does it really mean? We pray that we would open up and become aware of what you want us to learn in all the different ways of learning, all the different aspects of life. And we pray that we'd be wise, and a wise man will hear we yield your spirit. We pray that he direct us as to what to say and how to say it, and uh, that you would help us to make wisdom the principal thing, but help us to know wisdom and to know instruction. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're talking about tonight uh, the, the lessons of life, the school of life, and I remember when I was back in literal school education, I still am in many ways, but I remember kindergarten was called Little People, Boy, and uh, so innocent, Z is for zebra, uh, you know, the fire engine is red, I still remember that, uh, and then elementary you know, I'm really old. We went to junior high. I don't know what y'all call it, middle school. Um, and then, uh, you know, I was trying to 
I saw things, but I lacked in some ways this ability to really be aware. What does God want me to see? What does God want me to learn? And I've told you in those days, this was the way it ought to be today. If you didn't pass, you, you failed. I mean, there was no easy way. There was no grading on the curve. There was no passing to make the principal in the school district look good. If you flunked, you you flunked. When and uh, the other day I got out my uh, my eighth grade you know picture you know where they put you in the football stands and they you know it's about that long you roll it out and uh, a lot of guys put cigarettes in their mouth you know for the and they did some other hand gestures and uh, but I, and I was reliving it and looking. How many guys had a full-grown beard in the eighth grade? You know, big old, big old, uh, what are these things, sideburns? Um, eighth grade. You know, this, this is what I dealt with. And, and I realized back, way back then, I don't ever want to go through this again. Um, I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to pass. You know, the, to me, the purpose of going through the eighth grade is to go to the ninth. Then you make it through the ninth, you go to the tenth. So then when you go to, you know, uh, high school, we called it, you think, boy, life's in this great. I'm free. I'm graduating. Well, little did I have to know it was going to get rougher and rougher and rougher. You know, going through, I think I went to college six years. I, I can't remember. But... Uh, you know, all these uh, learning institutions, humbling myself, sitting under a teacher, uh, giving myself over to the authority of the system. And then it really hit me. I'm never getting out of this thing. All life is, is instruction. And if I'm going to learn and receive what God wants me to learn, you know, think about it. You have to, first of all, sign up. You have to register. You're already in it, whether you realize it or not. But what you have to do is come to a realization, life is instruction. Everything I go through, every situation, every experience, every person in my life, every relationship, Every family member, all the different aspects of life, this is some, something I'm supposed to learn from this. And so I learned that saying a long time ago, every man is my teacher. That's a wise person. I'm not saying I'm wise. But every man, there's something you can learn. Now, maybe it's you're learning what not to do. Maybe you're learning what not to become. But... Once you understand it, every man should be your teacher. So this is very interesting wording here. How are we going to, and look what it says again, verse 2, know wisdom. All right. How are we going to know understanding, uh, instruction? Because what this is basically saying in the technicality of the wording, it's not saying that you're going to receive an instructor you'll become a student. It's saying if you get wisdom, you will understand the reality that all of life is your teacher. Every man is your instructor to some degree. 
every situation in life. And if you know instruction, then whatever happens to you, you don't take it personal. What does that mean? There's something God wants you to learn from what you're going through right now. Quit having a pity party. Quit feeling sorry for yourself. Quit trying to get out of it. Uh, you know, the, uh, the uh, early withdrawal. Uh, you don't want to be expelled. You, there's something God wants you to learn. What are you supposed to do? What are you not supposed to do? So the positive and the negative. And so to know wisdom from the Word of God. Skill for living. To know instruction. So what, what is this really? What's God want us to learn from this? When you think of the two forms of the word tension, you have intention and attention. So when you have intention, you are using your focus of your mind, intent, your spirit, to focus in. Uh, Brother Molina said, I need to stay focused. That's, you know, I want to have intention. I want to focus in. Now, the reason to use your intention is to turn it around and to use attention. So when you focus in, a lot of people, the, they, they don't understand the reason you're to pay attention. The reason you're to pay attention is to use intention to receive whatever you're supposed to learn from every given situation. That's the whole purpose of it. And this is to know instruction uh, just like when I was in the eighth grade I had a friend named Jed McQuistian his dad was very wealthy he was the he run he was the head of the board of directors of Spahn Hospital of Corpus Christi he was a surgeon uh, highly intelligent very wealthy very powerful I remember when I'd go to their house they had marble floors and like the living room was big, you know, and the, the, it was just marble, just immaculate, very, very um, wealthy. Well, he wanted his son to learn about life. So you know what his car he bought him? It was a uh, GMC Gremlin. <laughs> it was the most embarrassing car that a young man could ever drive. And not only that, it was purple. <laughs> so he he had to drive around in a purple some of you this is too old for some of this this makes a Ford Pinto look good and way back um, what was the other America AMC uh, that was embarrassing anyway there was another car but you know they, you're just hoping it would start and then if it started you're just waiting for what's going to break down next but he he was uh very humble guy because of what his dad put him through, but he, he, his nickname was Goofy Grape because driving around a multimillionaire in a rusted out purple AMC Gremlin. I wonder what he turned out to be. So to, to, to know under instruction, do you know it? That's the key. How many times... Did God allow us to go through something? And we didn't know the instruction. We didn't even understand why this was happening or what God was putting us through. 
And what is it about? To be our teacher. To learn something. To gain. Now notice this. Wisdom is the principal thing. We've looked at this. In the chronology, there is something that precedes wisdom. What is it? Knowledge. You have to have the knowledge, the information. Then you have to uh, know what to do with the knowledge. That's wisdom. Then you have the understanding, which what? Is the relationship of the knowledge and wisdom as it pertains to the fear of God with the Lord. But what precedes knowledge? The fear of the Lord. If you don't fear God, you're never going to get true knowledge. But there's something that precedes knowledge. What is it? Instruction. Instruction. There have been people sit under the greatest professors and most intelligent teachers who did not receive it. They didn't listen. You know, and I've, I've used this illustration, but one of the great teachers from uh, China, they said, what is the secret to learning and passing on this to the next generation? And they wanted some mysterious answer, you know, with the formula. He said, listen. <laughs> listen. Pay attention. Now, how people can't do that. Very few people can't do that. You know, like uh, you're supposed to have the much space between your arm and your ribs to kind of get a fist in there. Did you hear that? No, they're like this, squeezing it, or they're like they, they didn't listen. They don't have. They did not pay attention to receive the information. So simplicity wrapped up in profundity, profundity vice versa. The deepest things, what does the Bible say? Paul was uh, concerned that, I think it was the Galatians were removed from what? The simplicity of Christ. It's so simple if you'll listen. So to know under uh, instruction. How are we going to know it? To become aware and then to become a student. To become a student. Now, if we understand this, in first of all, tutelage, to sit under instruction. So you go to college, you're a student, you have a professor. You go to school, you have a teacher, you're a student. If you are a child, and every child ought to listen to this, your parents are your teachers. That's the goal. They're supposed to be a wise teacher. How many children did not receive the knowledge to get the wisdom, to get the understanding from their parents, and they went out into the world having to take the same grade over again? They got put back. Is that, was that the term, put back? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, held back. Uh, when I was in school, if a girl got pregnant out of wedlock, they couldn't go to school. Boy, times are different, aren't they? And they'd even wear maternity clothes. Boy, isn't that deep. They didn't wear yoga pants and show everything they had in public. And there was something we called, we had it, it was um, alternative. You know, they had to go to their, all, 
they couldn't go in but because the morals were higher the ethics they didn't want other people to see that and sad things happen we're not uh judging anybody but the point is if you're observant and you have intention to have attention you're going to learn a lot of things if you just open up so we always talk about that open up to the limitless potential of what god has for you but if you don't if you don't know instruction you're not going to get the knowledge so this is why uh three strikes you're out repeat offenders they didn't learn anything a lot of people so if we see every man is my teacher not literally not in the classroom they ought to be your teacher and uh you know i remember when i was in college some of the things that gave me the hardest was uh i don't know why statistics accounting corporate finance boy i had a rough time with that i don't know why it really gave me a rough time um, i didn't like government but um i remember on test day and they'd pass out the exam this do they still do it this way i'm very old it's probably click here now but anyway, back then you had to go to class boy that was deep and uh and uh everybody I, I we knew the ones that didn't pay attention we knew the ones that didn't use intention to pay attention and you'd see those cheat cards you know that they'd plan it like a like a gambler where they have that electronic arm like and the ace would come out when nobody's looking but you know i remember the time the guy got caught with his cheat sheet man it was so embarrassing he turned blood red in the face and uh you know looking around well if you pay attention by using your intention you're going to learn uh to know instruction so what else the creation of god the weather should have taught you something today a full moon ought to teach you something a bright sunny day a bluebird cold front ought to teach you something the birds singing the insects the death of cold winter uh the resurrection of the spring these things ought to be our teacher a lot of people they just live through life don't learn a thing uh, and then as we become more observant and look around there's so much to learn good and bad i'm not saying to embrace the bad it's things god's teaching you don't do it that way so you have the hard lessons of life and all of us could say this right now man i learned a hard le i learned it the hard way you know i could have learned this the, the right way but i didn't listen I, I i had to learn it the hard way so i love what jeremiah said in chapter 5 verse 5 i will get me under the great men i will not sit in the council of the ungodly i'm not going to be a scorner i will not assemble with the wicked i will put no wicked thing before mine eyes i am not going to sit under the instruction and give my intention to receive uh, attention with the wrong type of information now once we understand this 
God will then begin to give us knowledge. Knowledge. And if you want wisdom, you got to get knowledge. If you want knowledge, you have to you have to know instruction. So all of life, life is my teacher. And I say it again, I'd rather learn the lesson one time than have to learn it over and over and over again. Um, you know, I, I grew up with some real winners. Um, and you never heard the story where the guy thinks he can run through a brick wall and he just runs and hit. I saw that happen literally. <laughs> you know, literally, I saw a guy run into a brick wall, bashed his head open, needed stitches in his eyebrow, and got up and did it again. Um, not very smart. Um, so I will not continue. I could say a lot of other things. Now, this is, this is interesting. You know what the word instruction means? It's more than sitting under teaching or to receive information from a teacher. The word means to be chastised, to be reproved, to be corrected, and to keep yourself in check, and to be warned. Now, not one place in that detailed technical definition did it say to encourage you and make you feel good and give you a pat on the back. Every aspect of it was negative. Every one. You're going to get put in your place. You're going to get corrected. You're going to get reproved. This is the way you did it wrong. Now, here's the way to do it right. That's what instruction means. We live in a day where people don't want to be instructed. They want to have a positive interaction. That's not instruction. Instruction is you're doing it wrong. Here's how to do it right. And so what does it say? Fools despise instruction. They hate it. So remember, despise is stronger than hate. Hate is stronger than dislike. Then you have um, abomination, these types of things. Fools despise instruction. Nobody's telling me what to do. You know, I went to class and the guy, um, I was doing it this way. And they said, no, that's the wrong way. Do it this way. Well, who are you to tell them what to do? You know, and, and we see this all the time. A new employee on the job already thinks they know more than the, the boss or the way their company ought to do. They despise um, instruction. And so that means you have to be very humble to be to know an instruction. It's not easy because you're going to get your pride hurt. You're going to be corrected. This is the wrong way. Um, very few people want to know instruction. They don't. They want to take shortcuts. They want to cheat. They want everything to be easy. And, uh, you know, I just remember the good old days where if you're in football practice and they got you on six inches, you know, did y'all do six? Boy, that's... 
you know, you got to lay on your back and raise your legs totally straight with your heels. You know, and I, I remember little kids, you know, and it, they start crying because we had a coach. He'd kick you. You know, this, I mean, there was no frivolous lawsuits, and the parents liked it. You know, and so the coaches, his eyes are only this way. He's got everybody in a circle, and he's walking around. You just see as soon as he turned his back, all those legs start. It was almost like one of those, uh, what do you call that in a football stadium, the wave? It was a, and then he's coming back around, it was like, all of them were lift up. Uh, and, you know, he'd walk around and get them legs six inches. America was a lot better back then. You know, when the Cowboys used to practice in the, uh, the Alamo Dome, we'd go. I remember distinctly, Tony Romo and Jason Witten were doing exactly what I would say. They're stretching their hamstring. Coach is there. Coach turned his back. Hey, man, what y'all do? I mean, we walked, it was unbelievable. I remember that guy named Demarcus Ware. His thighs were bigger around than most people's waist. It was um, But anyway, uh, instruction is you're doing it wrong. That's instruction. Now, how many people read the Bible, don't know instruction? They come to church, Sunday school, midweek Bible study. They did not know instruction. It's not personal. If you're doing it wrong, God's showing you this ends in death. And you're going to have to learn it again. I'd rather learn the hard lesson the first time. So let's look at some verses. Uh, we're, we're running out of time. Um, let's look at Proverbs 13, verse 1. And we already looked at this in chapter 1. It says, A wise son heareth his father's instruction. But a scorner heareth not rebuke. If you are wise, you will have enough humility, even when it hurts your pride, to take the correction. You say, all right, I accept that. Um, so the Bible says, and I won't have you turn to it, but in Psalm 50, verse 17, the wicked despise instruction. You say, well, how could all of this, the universities have a waiting list to get in if the wicked and the fools despise instruction? Because they're not getting any instruction. They're not getting corrected. They're, they're accepting all of their sin and wickedness and doing it wrong, and they're not instructing them. Because if you get instructed... You know, if, if I were taking piano lessons, and boy, I need it. My, my right arm fell asleep a while ago, and I couldn't play one thing. But the, uh, do you think I'm going to pay a teacher to go tell me I'm doing everything right? No. Their job is to say, this is what you're doing wrong. You can do this better. That's a teacher's job, a true teacher. Um, we live in a day where people don't want to hear that. They bow up, they get angry, they can't handle um, a correction. All right, so let's look at chapter 24 of Proverbs. Proverbs 24, 
Look at verse, this is very important. Look at verse 30. I went by the field of the slothful, and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. And lo, it was all grown over with thorns and nestles, had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall thereof was broken down. Then I saw, now look at this, and considered it well, and looked upon it, and received instruction. You see that? He didn't go to college. He didn't sit in a class. He used his awareness to look around, and he learned a big lesson. What is the big lesson? Continue reading. Look at verse 33. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, boy, that's and thy want as an armed man. So basically he's saying, slothfulness was the root cause this guy didn't upkeep his property. And not that, though. He loved sleep. He was lazy. So, you know, a little, little folding of the hands, a little slumber, you fall into deep. You know, the old saying, I'm just going to take a... Uh, my mom used to say, I'm just going to close my eyes for a while. I'm gonna, you know, my, and my dad would say, I'm going to rest my eyes. You know, you need to rest your eyes. And then, before you know it, it's like, I'm just going to take a little cat nap. But, you know, my cat sleeps, how many? They say 22 hours a day. A lot of cats sleep 22 hours a day. Uh, and I'll see our cat oh, settling in for its four-hour. There's his little four-hour cat nap coming on. But a little fold in the hands, a little slumber, deep sleep. Before you know it, a uh, lot of time passed. Could have been doing some productive things. So what does it say? I saw, I received instruction. I received instruction. You know, my, uh, my grandmother's brother, I don't know what that makes him to me, great uncle, or I don't even know, never went even to pass the sixth grade, wore coveralls, uh, not coveralls, what are those things called? Huh? Overalls, whole life, blue jeans, and uh, never had electricity, never had running water, had an outhouse to the end, ending up owning like 500 acres of land, had, had I think he had like 300,000 cash in the bank. I mean, this is way back. And he, he, the only time I ever got to talk to him, he he, he came over, and I, he's telling me, the old, he goes, you know, I was there. I was in Colbert, Oklahoma, when Bonnie and Clyde robbed the bank. He goes, I saw it happen. He started telling me all these gunfights in the Old West and, and uh, shootouts. And, and uh, you know what he pulled up in? It was a Chevy truck, a step side. Remember those old, the old one with the shift on the column where it's, if you can't find it, grind it, you know. And, uh, and, and remember the old tailgates where you kept it up with the chain, you know, way back. And I love that, that chain, you'd have to get it in there. And, uh, you know, sad to say, he knew more about a lot of things in life than a lot of people who had were 
highly educated. You know why? He saw and he looked and he received instruction. Now, if someone's wise, you don't have to tell them a whole lot. They can look and see what everybody else is doing that's doing it right and start doing what they did. You don't have to have somebody come up and uh, correct you verbally. Why don't you just follow like Jeremiah? What did he say? I will get me to the great men. So we are out of time, but I, I want us to think about Let's look at one more verse. Let's look at chapter 12 of Proverbs. And there it is, verse 1. Whoso loveth instruction loveth knowledge, but he that hateth reproof is brutish. And the word is not intelligent. Um, now, that's, it's not saying, well, I love to get embarrassed. I love to get humbled. I love to get corrected. No, it's saying I love to learn. I love instruction. And if you love instruction, you're going to get a lot of knowledge. Amen. All right, let's stand.